from the prophet Isaiah, uh, chapter 11, 1 through 10. You may follow along on, in your bulletin or on the screen. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the righteous. He shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist, and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on, on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to the peoples. The nations shall inquire of him, and his dwelling shall be glorious. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your faithful promises that one day all will be made right and all will know your peace. Help us to know that we can realize that peace in our lives now and offer it as a gift to others. In Jesus' name, in your holy, precious name, amen. John Grattan, once again, as usual, I have no idea who this is, but if you get an illustration off the internet, number one, you know it's true, and number two, you have to give credit to whoever came up with it. So John Grattan. He's our new friend at Aldersgate, a columnist for a newspaper in Missouri, once wrote a description of what it would be like to live in a perfect world. Here are a few of his thoughts. In a perfect world, a person would feel as good at 50 as he did at 17 and she would actually be as smart at 50 as she thought she was at 17. In a perfect world, professional athletes would complain about teachers being paid contracts worth millions of dollars. In a perfect world, yeah, Sherilyn, I thought you'd like that one. In a perfect world, Potato chips might have calories, but if you eat them with dip, the calories are neutralized. In a perfect world, 
every once in a while, a kid who always closes the door softly will be told, go back and slam that door. This is Advent. God approaches. God is drawing near. And because God is coming, the wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion And a little child will lead them. This is God's description of a perfect world at perfect peace. God's perfect world makes us say, wow. But we're not there yet. News reports are filled with acts of violence. But God is coming. A walk down the street is all it takes to see hungry people and homeless people. But God approaches. We hear about everything from climate change to corruption to hurricanes and wildfires to home invasions. But the message of this season is into the middle of all of that. God approaches. Can you feel it? Can you sense it? Way down deep in our souls. I'm always amazed at this time of year when I read our story. For 6,000 years, 6,000 years, law by law, prophet by prophet, God has been ordering the world, preparing the way. And now it is Advent, and we can Feel it. With every new candle we light on the Advent wreath, every time we light the Chrismon tree, even before we come into the church, we see the wreaths hanging on the doors. And we know something is different. Our God has been making a 6,000-year journey. But now it is our turn to sense it. It is our time to realize that God is making that final turn. Jesus is only a block of away. We feel like that at this time of the year, don't we? Well, we feel Christmas is only a block away. And oh, can we put pressure on ourselves? How in the world are we going to get it all done? 
How many of you still have stuff to do to get ready for Christmas? How many of you have put up a Christmas tree? How many of you are going to? How many of you have fill in the blank? Yeah. And the rest of y'all need to ask God to forgive you for not raising your hand because you know you're included too. We all have stuff that's pushing us right now. I'm a pastor, so of course I know perfect peace at this time of year. He knows. He gets it. He sees it. There's a lot of pressure to do Christmas right. But I have really good news for us. Jesus got it right. Jesus gets it right for us all the time. We don't have to get it right. Jesus does that. This is his day. Jesus is only a block away. That wow world is just around the corner. Do you make Christmas lists in your families? We learned a long time ago, don't waste time buying presents they don't want. They only come back to you at some point. So, it usually begins with a text. What do you want for Christmas? Send me your list. And my daughter's so picky. She'll say, don't just send me a list, send me the links. My list to my daughter this year included a painting selling on Amazon for well over $1 million. And much more realistically, I found a baseball card on sale for a price of only $234,000. Ridiculous, right? But Advent reminds us that our God loves the ridiculous. On Israel's list, what did they want? A warrior king to save them from Roman rule. God sent them a baby. That's ridiculous. Babies aren't good fighters. They don't make good leaders when they can't even walk, when they're still gurgling and making bubbles. Talk about not getting what you asked for. It wasn't even close. Israel wanted a ruler for Israel. God sent a ruler for the world. Israel wanted someone who would make a difference for Israel. 
God sent a child who would usher in an entirely new creation. A world in which wolf and lamb live together. A world in which leopard and kid lie down together. A world in which natural enemies know a supernatural peace. A world in which shepherds announce the glorious news. A world in which ruling wise men kneel in the muck of a stable. A world where they will not hurt or destroy. It's too ridiculous even for one of my Christmas lists. But I feel it. God approaches. Jesus is coming. Israel cried out for a Messiah to make a difference in the world. And God sent them and all of us a baby who would make a different world. The picture that Isaiah paints is a world turned upside down. It's a not yet world. In our world, evil and violence. In God's world, goodness and peace. In our world, war and tears and hatred and pain. In God's world, such things are not even possible. Wow. That is incredibly good news. God approaches. Jesus is coming. A while ago, a newspaper made a printing error. They left one word out in the weather forecast. They left one word out, the word rain. And so the newspaper predicted that there was a 5% chance of today and tomorrow. You know, the sad truth is, is that some people live their lives as if that prediction is true, filled with gloom and doom. But this ridiculous story of shepherds in fields and choirs of angels filling the sky, this ridiculous story of God being born to human parents and laid in a manger. This ridiculous story of wise men following a moving star, this ridiculous story, this ridiculously wonderful story, because of this story, we can feel it. Love and justice and freedom are just around the corner. The darkness of this world 
is real and all around us. But peace and light and life abundant is on the way. Our God, who has sustained us through all the years, our God, who has promised and still promises to never leave us nor forsake us, our God approaches. Do you realize how near our God is? I know of no greater message to fill our hearts with peace. The entire Old Testament looks forward to the rule of the coming Lord. The New Testament ends with a promise of our Lord's return. But Advent reminds us of how blessed we are right here and right now. That there is more so much more than a 5% chance of today and tomorrow. Because God approaches. Jesus is coming. And if that doesn't make you say, wow, I have no idea what will. Amen.